Hey guys, it's Max Miller, Zach Zary, and Oakley Rose. Welcome to a well-placed cuss. Welcome back to a new season of a well-placed cuss, uh, episode 28. All the guys are back in the studio. We are super, super hot in here. There's yeah, <laughs> quick disclaimer, if you hear humming in the background, it's the fan just blasting us with oh my god uh with a stream of lukewarm oh, air that is nice it just hit me oh and lukewarm <laughs> is is a, a step up from the sauna who we're in right oh about my now. god but i'm looking over at oakley and he's like literally dripping sweat right now. absolutely dripping um but yeah back for back for season four been on a hiatus for yeah for a few weeks, weeks yeah. yeah uh zach how was your trip to the east coast it was good man like the food out there is unreal um flying right now is just absolute hell like yeah, I had, yeah. oh yeah T- tell your story oh my god like i sent it in the group chat there was like i had like four flights canceled two postponed um yeah so i got stuck in montreal for a night uh my trip was nice then, and then coming home was just a nightmare. Like, I got f- two flights canceled, and then they, like, uh, put me in Toronto. Uh, flight got canceled again there. Then uh, they they were saying, like, it would take, like, f- me f- three days to get back to Saskatoon. I'm like, no, like, there's got to be another option. Like, there's no way it's just going to take three days. S- a car, no, that's your option. Literally, <laughs> um, actually, I uh, saw Boston Buckberger in the airport. He was stuck there. He was trying to go to Pittsburgh Penguins uh, camp, uh, NHL guy. So it was good running into him. Um, he was late to camp because Toronto airport is shit. But uh, then they sent me to Calgary, and then they like lo- like they gave us vouchers, but the voucher they gave away our hotel room, so our vouchers were like pointless and then we had to sleep in calgary and then before that in montreal they ran out of vouchers so we had to like like vouchers and then like hey here's a flight well like the vouchers are for like hey you missed your flight here's a hotel room and like uh food set you up with a new flight yeah basically and they ran out of them so my mom like it was gonna be me and my mom were gonna stay the night in the airport but then they like snuck us onto like the shuttle like, the guy was nice enough to sneak us in to the hotel in the shuttle. Yeah. Um, yeah, just absolute gong show. But, like, then I got absolutely burnt. Like, I showed you guys my burn. Like, holy shit. It was, like, the devil red. Dude. Yeah, it I don't think I've so ever seen a... I, like, they get pink, and then they, they they get a little bit more pink, and then they blister. It's like your Yours shoulders didn't were... blister. Yours just went, like... Dude, I looked like a lizard. It looked red, like they were bleeding. Red. Yeah, Like, no. honestly. I looked like a lizard. That hurt? Oh, yeah. That happened on my birthday, too. So, like, that was painful. Where's the sunscreen? <laughs> Dude, I literally had sunscreen, but it was, like, in a shitty New Brunswick gas station I got it from. Yeah, I like s- some banana boat or something? I it w- I think I had an allergic reaction, and, like, that happened. Like, because, like, my whole body <laughs> was okay other than my so, shoulders and so, neck. So, the sunscreen gave you a rash, and the sun just burnt the rash? I don't know. Like, <laughs> did you see it? It was, like, oil on my body. <laughs> yeah. Like, I showed you guys. Like, it's actually g- good now, but, like, it lasted, like, 14 days. And it was, like, the like it was awful. Yeah, that's, like, most bad sunburns last, like, four. No, yeah. like, it legitimately looked like a third-degree burn. Like, it I, did. It was bad. No, like, I showed, like like... 
I'm working at Ignite now, and I was like showing everybody the burn, and they're like, "Holy shit! Did you go to the hospital? Yeah, like, they're like, a doctor. they're like, go to the hospital right now! Like, that is bad." But while we were gone, how how was your guys' breaks too? I didn't ask. How how was that? Oh, it was good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> been watching the watching the riders, doing some more fishing. Uh, yeah, just chilling before school starts again. Yeah. Oakley? I just kind of went to the lake. I'm the master of tube wars, so. Oh. I uh, got a little bit of tube wars in. You guys ever do tube wars? Explain no. tube yeah, wars to me. Explain that. So you get one tube relatively the same size as another tube. They don't have to be the same tube. Yeah. And you just tie them to the same spot on the back of the boat. <clears throat> and it is you can't really do it in a super like busy lake, right? Because it's bad to like if someone falls off, leave them behind kind of thing. But... It's just like a, it's a small lake, not very many people, like no boats out there. So you can just fucking leave people floating around in the water <laughs> yeah. rather than, what lake? so then yeah, basically what lake is uh, it? it's called Lac La Peche. Mm. It's by, uh, um, Big Shell. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's tiny little lake. Uh, there's a tornado there. Oh. <laughs> but yeah. So the premise of two wars is last man standing. So you get like three we got one tube is a little bit smaller two people go on there three people go on the other one and you just you jump around jump back and forth on the tubes knock everybody off see who wins nice so i love tubing it's like my favorite summer thing yeah Yeah, tubing is intense every single time i go tubing is like a barrel roll off the top and it just feels like the top half of my body's paralyzed (laughs) i can't i can't there's at least some crashes in in two wars (laughs) um but yeah, maybe uh, maybe uh, go go this summer. Actually, I haven't been for a couple of years, so maybe my body's healed from that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, move on, mo- move on to the sports. You know, we missed a lot, missed yeah. a lot of big stuff. Uh, Unfortunate break because like everything yeah, happened. It was so much, and um, but we got we got the CFL coming at you probably first here and. You know, one of the biggest stories to hit. Well, we just finished up watching the Ryder game. Uh, they played in Wolfville, Nova Scotia. I missed it. I was early there. Were you, were you in the city? Yeah. It, was, it, it looks beautiful yeah, out there. It was, it, nice. it was It was like Field of Dreams for the CFL. It was it was awesome. I missed I, it by a I week. I was disappointed. I was like at all. like I hit three out of the four Maritime Provinces. Yeah. And, um, you know, Ryder's, Ryder's took an L, which is too bad. Uh, Toronto is probably the best team in the East. So, you know, I mean, it's not the worst team to lose against. And, I mean, more importantly, the Riders were so banged up. Like, their defense was absolutely awful. Um, They didn't have A.C. Leonard. They didn't have... um, I'm blanking. Who else didn't they Uh, have? Pete Robertson. Pete Robertson. They didn't have Charleston Hughes again. Um... Their corner, their whole defense, Roland Milligan. Roland, yeah, Roland like Milligan. Their whole defensive backs. Um, they just signed Blaze Brown just a few days ago. I know he returned. Like no offense to Jaden Dalkey, but <laughs> he was starting today. Oh my god, he he was not a good player. Like no, in sports, like he when wasn't, we man. when we played against him, like no, like obviously he's doing well if he's sure. starting safety, but like it's it's a he was not good in like youth sports like and we played against them no i was yeah he had a, he, he had a good play today to get the ball out of banks's hands in the end zone that i saw um but other than that you know i mean at least he's him and jacob dearborn were like the two only white cornerbacks that i've ever seen play football um at a professional level actually i don't think there's been a white cornerback in the nfl for like no, years no, no, no. trey apke 
Oh, that's right. He broke that. He broke yeah. that. Right, um, but yeah, so Riders took an L. It's all right. But uh, probably not the biggest news to hit the Riders in the past while here. Garrett Marino, as I'm sure many people know, had a had a bad hit on Jeremiah Masoli. We're not, we're, you know, we're, we're Rough Rider fans. We're not here to try to defend it or anything. Um, I don't think that the character of Saskatchewan should be called into question. I think that was kind of unfair on the part of Napahar and Jeremiah Masoli. I don't think it has anything to do with the fans. You know, I was a bit disappointed in the organization. They didn't offer an apology sooner. Craig Dickinson certainly didn't do himself any favors with what he said. Um, it was just kind of, it was kind of a whole shit show for Saskatchewan. And yeah, it was, it was, it was just bad. It was, it was a bad couple of days after last week's win against Ottawa. Yeah, kind of put a sour, sour note on the win. I mean, like just based on the time differential, like I only watched the first half and I woke up and it was like, Garrett Marino this, Garrett Marino that, Garrett Marino this. I'm like, oh, what, what happened? I mean, like the hit was bad. Like it wasn't wasn't the worst thing. Like in the, at the end of the day, it was football, but it was a bad hit. Um, definitely deserved a uh, suspension. I'm not defending that. Um, but what really pissed me off was, uh, his, his antics, like after, after the fact. And I think that really like disappointed me the most. Um, we actually interviewed Garrett Marino too. He was, the, a, he was a, he was a nice enough guy too. And he, he talked about being a leader this year. <laughs> oh, and, that was like, the, yeah. yeah. So dude, I've thought, I've thought about that ever since I interviewed him. And yeah. after this, I was just like, damn Garrett. And like, um, yeah, I I mean Craig Dickinson didn't do him himself any favors. I mean no. Mike, Michael Ball, like <laughs> voice of the Riders, put out some questionable takes. Um, yeah, like yeah. he always does. Um, big fan of Luke Mullender. Yeah, big big fan of Luke Mullender over here. Hopped on the podcast, but yeah, um, yeah I mean people like yeah, uh, it, it was a gong show. It I mean, was it was it was weird, and it was a weird day as a Riders fan. But, you know, whenever this happens to the Riders, I think that Saskatchewan gets a lot of a lot more criticism than a lot of teams would have because they're the biggest, they're the they're public enemy number one yeah. in, in all CFL fans eyes. So as yeah. soon as as soon as there's something that can be kind of turned against Saskatchewan or the fan base, especially they do that a lot. And I was seeing stuff like 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 relocate the Grey Cup. And like, that's a joke. Like, like, what did you expect? It was one guy making one play. I thought what I thought one thing that Craig Dickinson said is someone asked him a question or whatever. And he was like, like, golly gee, the world would sh- would, sh- would sure be a terrible place if we all judge people in their worst moments which i i I agree to that i'm not saying like to really forgive garrett marino i don't really care about him anymore i don't really care if he's on the team if he gets cut or whatever but but i i do i do agree with that in a sense that it's 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 really easy to just join the mob and be like get this guy you don't really know what's happening behind the scenes and again this isn't an excuse it's just me wondering and i and i think you know the cfl it, it handed it uh, the biggest suspension ever, and it was only four games. Yeah, I know. That so was weird. and and it, it split up, so it was like two games for the hit, one game for like the shenanigans, and then one game for the racist comments. Dude, yeah, the race. Uh, we didn't even talk about the racist yeah. comments. Like, like I, how do you have one game for racist comments? And I still, I don't. And know like I, the whole like the CFL is like diversity, strength, and it's like oh, well, exactly. We're yeah. not setting a good precedent here. Like, like, like. If 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 he said racist comments, like suspended for the rest of the year, like I like like and, and I like don't give point, a shit. Point where like Nate Bahar, who's like one of the most re- well respected guys, yeah. like is saying this. Jeremiah, well respected, is saying this, and then like people are like, 
Whoa, Marino's best friend is African American. His fiance is African American. It's like, guys, Jeremiah Mazzoli is <laughs> not African American. He is Samoan. Like, Good lord, like, bro. Like that just tells you how much like see it, like Riders fan like like we're putting our biases aside like that like is bullshit. It, like yeah, it's, like, it's it's bullshit. And it it was it was an embarrassing embarrassing couple of days to be Riders fan. I mean I know or all organizations go through that. Uh-huh. The the apology should have came sooner. The apology from Dickinson Marino, the organization as a whole should have came sooner. Yeah. But one thing the the antics about him hyping up the crowd. You know me, me and Zach talked about this before. Like I. If if you're in that crowd, we're on the verge of a, of, of a big win. It w- it was a great game. We're at home. It's at the end of the game. People got drinks in oh, them. Yeah. They're liquored mm-hmm. up. Yeah. A big guy comes off. And by the <laughs> way, you don't when you're at the game, you have about half of the realization that you do when you're when you're watching it on TV. Yeah, you don't have Glenn Suter telling you, "Oh, Jeremiah Mazzoli is like dead. dead on the field." Like, no, exactly. You don't know that. You don't. You don't. You you don't have a good vision of it. So Garrett Marino, you know, he gets thrown out of the game. He hypes you up. I guarantee you, I'm screaming and yelling, "Yeah, let's go!" Yeah. Don't not understanding what it actually happened. I'm sure if the if like the Rough Rider fans, what, what did happen? Like he just like so he flexed, hyped hyped up the crowd as he was leaving. So so to recap, if I, like people don't know, like, oh yeah, act, asking Riders were playing the Ottawa Red Blacks. Um, Ottawa was kind of being chippy. Riders were being chippy. Ottawa's big right tackle, Dino Boyd. Injured fucking bitch, by the way. Yeah, Pete Robertson, like, dirt, like he should have been suspended as he well. He should. That was an absolute joke that he was not suspended. Like broke Pete Robertson's foot. Who's oh, it's a fucking the joke. Riders' best pl- defensive player this far into the season breaks his foot, like in- injures him, like pretty yeah. badly. So Garrett Marino, he's he's kind of an airhead. Like if he if he wasn't such an idiot. He'd probably be in the NFL. He'd be in the NFL and probably be a starter. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's he's a big body. He's, he's, he's so good. He clogs the lanes. Like, he's good. He's so good. And uh, the first play after that, he tries to take out Dino Boyd's an- uh, ankles. Like, tries to, like, just absolutely kill him. Then yeah. the very next play after that, Jeremiah, he beats his guy and then just kills Jeremiah Mazzoli right in, like, down, like, the legs yeah. area. Like, illegal hit. Takes out his kneecaps. Like Jeremiah was always out for the rest of the year, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like, re- like really, really dirty hit. If like if you know football, you it, it's like a bitch move to do that, especially when you're like three hundred plus pounds, and, and you're up so much. Yeah, with like two minutes left yeah. in the game, and then he comes off. He's flexing. He's like doing all the amping up the crowd, like flexing, like. Talking shit, and he was like saying racist stuff too to Jeremiah Mazzoli. Apparently, that's just a known thing. Like, yeah. like people in Saskatchewan just know that Garrett Gar- Marino's is like racist. that. Yeah, like Duke Williams is like, yeah, he's like that. Like, like how like, how like like what the fuck is that? Yeah, how can you like? I don't I don't care how good you are. Yeah, it's a ter- it creates a terrible culture. Yeah, bad yeah. locker room. Yeah. That's like telling yeah. a telling a serial killer like oh you're just like that yeah. you know what i mean it's it's there's something wrong in your head if you're making racist comments yeah well and like with so many witnesses yeah. dude it's yeah. not like it's like and i not wouldn't be any better if it's one on one but at least it's your word against his it's like it's like yeah everybody knew everyone knows this e- even the guys like on his team knew about that yeah. like, it's like like what the what ugh. so like that <laughs> it was just bad and yeah. then like nobody apologized and then the people are like he's like Craig Dickinson was like he's not Mike, Michael Ball and Craig Dickinson he's not racist he has a 
black fiance. Oh he has black God. friends. He's not black, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. It was, yeah. It was. It, it, fe- it felt like old football. I'm not going to lie. But, but I brought up, like, the CFL's longest suspension was this one. It was four games. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I got four games for hitting someone in <laughs> yeah. a minor hockey game. <laughs> he should be getting far more than four games. And, no, I know. And But Duke Williams, who I mentioned, threw his helmet today at somebody. Oh, uh, Sh- and, Shaq Richardson. Yeah, and like, there's a whole bunch of gong. Like, It was a gong show today, this game. Yeah. Like The today CFL was- needs to step up and like put their... like. Put their big boy pants on and like start suspending some more people or creating like larger fines. There, this will happen literally every single game. I I don't. One thing I don't mind the antics if people don't get hurt. Like today, like I'm not saying what what, what Duke did when he threw the helmet was was necessarily like good or anything because that could have resulted in an injury. You know that was a dumbass play of him. But the trash talking, the antics, the getting in the face, I don't mind that if no, people that's, aren't that's, actually getting hurt. That's fine, but yeah. apparently Duke was, like, spitting at him. Yeah, well, that's gross, And, man. like, throwing the helmet, but then they were talking shit, and then they were, there was a punch thrown by the Argos player. Yeah. Like... Duke needs to have a better season before he starts talking like that. Like, I'm a huge Duke fan. Yeah, I know and, you like, are. That was, like, kind of embarrassing, to be it honest. It was. Like, it was not good. But, yeah. yeah. S- speaking of that game, uh, Riders took... We already mentioned that. Oh yeah, we did. We just been we talking did. about how Gare Marino is an absolute. Oh idiot. my god! I know. I'm, I'm still still, uh, still is on our YouTube page. If you want to check yeah, out go our ahead. interview with go him. go ahead. <laughs> um, but but yeah, and uh, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I didn't really know what to make of it. I, there's so much behind the scenes stuff too yeah. that well, like, that we just as fans don't get to see. And like, who knows? Maybe he's like a nice guy in the locker room and has a good culture. But I don't know. Like, Char- our our guy Sharbell was defending him, so maybe like I don't know. But because like, well, like one thing, and I, I and he was doing it for his teammate, like like Dino Boyd, was like just like a bitch move and injured like the best player on the Riders defense. Like he wanted to retaliate. That was such. A, I can't believe he didn't get a. a Suspended he, for he, that. He got like a five hundred dollar fine. It's like come Speak, on guys. Like, speaking of um, plays that that should have been called, Cody had like the dirtiest. No, it, I, I shouldn't say dirty. It, it wasn't necessarily dirty. There wasn't like malicious intent, but it was like the definition of a hitting quarterback below the waist. He grabbed him. He twisted his ankle to bring him to the ground to try to create that leverage, and. It was a hit below the knee, and no one, no one threw a flag. Literally, Glenn Suter, before a flag was thrown, was like, "Yeah, I mean, you just can't do that." You know, like maybe twenty years you could, but like now, you know, you you just can't do that. And no flag was thrown, and I'm literally like yelling at the TV. I'm like, "Where is the flag? Where is the flag?" And then the Riders had to throw the challenge flag. I'm like, "Oh my God, this is this is Zach Claris and Odell Willis all over again." And they didn't even get the challenge. It was absolutely ridiculous. Like it, it, it made me so upset because you know, like the CFL, like is they they preach diversity and that stuff, and they preach uh, health and safety, especially protecting the quarterback. And this bullshit happens. It was the same type of play, not same type of play, but it was the same like type of thing that happened with with Garrett Marino and Jeremiah Masoli, and nothing was done about it. Not even a fucking flag was thrown, and it pisses me off. It's there's such ticky tack fouls, and it's all about the moment, the game. I just uh, it pisses me off. It really does. Uh, one thing I do have to mention though, um, Garrett Marino, like Sean Oakman, didn't twist Cody's ankles. Uh, Garrett Marino also did twist uh, Mazzoli's ankles as well, and he's got a reputation. Like he's already he's played twelve games in the CFL or something like that. Has been kicked yeah. out of two games and like yep. fined like 
a handful of times. Yeah, and like I'm not trying. I'm I'm, I'm not I, even trying to compare them. I'm no, just I'm I, just I, I, trying I, to I say a, f- a 15 yard penalty should have been had in that game. I know. Like, period. I don't... I um, like... Oh. But, like, Garrett Marino also has a reputation. We should add that in there. Like, very he's, true. He, he's That's not a very... fir- first-time offender. Like, he's done this play multiple times Very well. true. So, I, I thought that'd be necessary. Also, the riders, like, Cody, like, that last ball was not... Like, I could have picked that off. Like, I was like, that is a hook curl that Will linebacker is going to pick that off. Yeah. I'm thinking that in my head. And no. He, and he threw it, and I'm like, that's I was, gone. Like, honest to God, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was, there was a pick six that happened with two minutes remaining. I saw Jacob Prawl. I saw Cody's eyes look, and he's going to throw that ball. It's going to go for six. Well, it w- if he threw it faster, but, like, like, that's my position on the defense, Will linebacker. I'm like, all day, I'm jumping that route, and, like, it yeah. hit me. No, I know it was uh, it was it, it was a shit show. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna blame some of it on that hit because as soon as Cody took that hit, he was hurt. He wasn't feeling himself yeah, he, like he was earlier yeah. in the game, and uh, our defense was so banged up. Like like we had we had David Kenny coming off the bench, and yeah, yeah I didn't know half the guys on no, our defensive no. line rotation. I'm no, like, I know who are you. Uh, actually, David Kenny, you know, is, is some, something really weird. When I went when I went to the training camp this year, I, I remember getting his autograph. And he came up to me, and he was like, you don't want my autograph. And I was like, yeah, I do. And he's like, no, you don't. I'm no one. And I'm like, no, you're on the field. Like, like you're a player. I want your autograph. And he was like, nah. And I was like, no. And he was like, you know what? Sure. And he signed it. And he was like, and he was nice about it. And he was like, yeah, I like, appreciate it and everything. But he had like... He was like, "That's not a great mindset." No, Jesus. and he was so depressed. And then I looked him up, and I made sure I remembered who he was. I, I, I made sure I knew who he was. He was actually the guy who injured Josiah St. John. Really? Yeah. So, I, and it was right after that game, so that might have been what he was talking about. Oh. But he had a he had a really good camp. He he was on the practice roster. Like okay. And I'm like, but like like regardless, like that's that's such a bad that's such a bad mindset to have, dude. And like you're playing in this game. It's, it's like ju- you're. It's, we need Josiah St. John back. I think. Like his mask, yeah. Ma- like he actually looked pretty good in the training camp. I he thought, did. No, he really did. Before he got injured. Yeah, he should be back. Um, Soon. I, like if if not next game, the game after. I think a lot of guys should be back. Yeah. Uh, for this for this stretch against BC and Winnipeg. Uh, to wrap up our CFL fantasy, me and Max, I was up two zero and uh, then forgot to set my lineup for a couple of weeks, and uh, we are now tied three to three. Yes, sir. Um, CFL Fantasy, I hate your app still. It's not even an app. It's not even an app. Make an app. First off, make an app and then make it not terrible like your website. Mm -hmm. Anyways. All right. Let's move on. Move on to some NHL. Yeah, NHL Oakley. (laughs) (laughs) We got our boy Brad Lambert, though, going uh, friend of of the pod, friend of Oakley's, going uh, what? 30th. 30th 30th overall. 30th to Winnipeg. That was like... Let me just say this. I've watched a lot of drafts in my day. As that a, one was crazy. That was maybe oh, was like insane, bro. Uh, like actually like unbelievable. Like the atmosphere, Montreal having the first pick and it being in Montreal and then Montreal <laughs> making those like two crazy trades. Yeah. It was like Well, and uh, just going off like just like off beat for the first pick. Yeah, Slavkovsky going number 1. I mean, we can throw it back. Like, I tried to find a clip, and it wasn't that great. But it was, like, episode three of this podcast. I'm like, Slavkovsky and uh, Nemec are studs. Like, if you've listened to this pod every episode, you know how much of a fan I am of uh, Team Slovakia and uh, their hockey program. So it was uh, sick to see that. And uh, they got a projected, like, top five pick next year, too. Um, Who's that? 
uh, Dvorsky, uh, something D. I don't know how to pronounce his first name, but Dvorsky. So, but like them going Slavkovsky, and then uh, New Jersey going Nemec number two. What? I I thought that was crazy because yeah. I'm 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 not even go- gonna try to pronounce his last name, but but David Jir- uh Jirchak. I yeah, thought no, I, I thought, thought he was the best defenseman in, in the class. I thought Nemec was like by like quite a bit, to be honest with you. And and um, New Jersey actually just traded Ty Smith, who I think they have a very sim- similar uh, game, and they uh, b- brought in a defenseman from Pittsburgh, uh, a bigger guy. Um, so I think like that was set up because they know Nemec is now going to be there. Um, but like I was talking to uh, Tristan Bendig who's actually a New Jersey Devils fan. And he's like... Really? Yeah, he's like... That's weird. And he's like, I actually don't hate the pick. And I'm like, you know what? I don't hate it either because they already have their two centers. They got Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer, both young guys. Do we really want Shane Wright being our third-line center? Like, that that's what happened to Alexei Lafreniere. He's the third-line center in New York. And his development's been stunted because of that. So, add a piece that you need... I mean, I think they would have liked Slavkowski to be their second to add a winger to Jack Hughes. But then, you know, I was actually listening to Craig Budd, and, and uh, that first overall pick made sense because I think they knew they had the Kirby-Dak uh, trade done. Um, Is it Dak or Doc? It's Doc. I just mispronounced it right there. Doc. <laughs> I actually. What do you What do you think Chicago's doing? Tanking for Bedard? Yeah, or? they're they're tanking for Bedard. We can like Chicago. You're a Chicago fan. They're it, it's a mess. Over it there. is a mess. We can get to that in a second. But I think they knew they had Kirby Doc, um, the trade done. So they knew they had their big center, um, and Doc's like 21 too. So he's super young, full of potential, former third uh, third overall pick. So I think they knew they had that deal done. So they they're like, okay, let's take a big big winger too, and then now you have like the the your winger in your center with Nick Suzuki too as a center, like Shane Wright would have been the third line center there too. So I mean the pick made sense after the Kirby Doc deal went through, and like Montreal like like that atmosphere when Gary Bettman was like they're all booing him and he was like, uh, I think you guys are. I don't think you guys want to boo me because I got two trades to announce and they're both yeah, involved. And they, they went wild yeah, for they, that. They both involved Montreal and everybody lost their shit. And then the reaction too, they were like, they thought they were trading up to get Shane Wright too because Shane Wright was sliding. Like another thing, Shane Wright went number four. Like crazy yeah. to Seattle. Now Seattle has Maddie Beneers and Shane Wright. Like, if you would have told me Shane Wright is not going top three, I would have been like, you're an absolute idiot. Like, yeah, don't like, ever talk to me again about hockey. Like, and he went and he went four. And it's like, like, Arizona would have been happy with Logan Cooley at number three if Shane Wright had been drafted. But, like, Shane Wright was on the board. They're both centers. Like, I think Arizona was, like, so focused on Cooley they weren't prepared for Shane Wright falling. Well, so no one was. So they were like, oh, uh, we'll just take Logan Cooley because we have no scouting on Shane Wright because we didn't think he was going to be there. Well, and, like, and it's all, I think, like, a, like, it's a philosophy, like, fit over, like, talent is, like, like, like what works. And, and so if... And, uh, sorry to cut you off. Logan Cooley did say he wanted to play in Arizona. Like, that was his 
desired team, which like nobody's saying they want to go to Arizona. So they were probably like, okay, like we like this guy, but it's still like, what are you doing, Coyotes? That's why you're a poverty franchise because you take uh, this guy over literally the best player in the draft. Yeah, and then Chicago traded Debrincat to Ottawa. <laughs> Like stupid trade, the worst trade. Like that was an for awful what a fifth round pick. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> like, not a lot for literally a bag of pucks. They traded well, no, away tra- uh, no se- uh, no seventh overall pick, and then they drafted our guy Saskatoon native Kevin. Kurczynski. Oh yeah, yeah, they did. And then people weren't happy. Like the seventh overall pick for a what forty goal score? Yeah, literally. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and was, yeah, terrible trade. Yeah, like notch, and he's young too. It's not like the guy's old. He's like no. he's like twenty four. Twenty four, forty goal scorer, definitely oh, potential on, on Chicago too. Uh, keep yeah. in mind, uh, yeah, like, uh, and just handed him away. And like they're obviously quite obviously tanking for Bedard. Bedard. Yeah, like Kevin Korchinski, I legend, like I played with him. Yeah, two years. I went to school with him, and he he was scrawny and yeah, like and we, good guy. But it, and the, like I cut grass for his grandma actually. Yeah, she's oh, a, she's cool. a little bit of a nut. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sorry if, if any Korchinskis <laughs> are listening. I won't say her name, but yeah, she. Uh, it was like it's like Kev- like it was like I scored more points than Kevin when we played together. <laughs> yeah, so, but but like Kevin's like his development has like skyrocketed in the last. In the what last did they two say? Years. Two years. Yeah, like he's like a way way well, and better. He grew four inches or something yeah, like that in two years, and it, he said they said he grew into his shot, his stride, everything. Yeah, and like he set a record for most assists in the WHL. Like he, as a rookie, yeah, as a yeah. rookie, like like Kevin Kuczynski, like is a good player, but it's like. But I guess you if, you're, if you're setting the r- record as a rookie, obviously you're doing something right. Yeah, you like know he's, what a, I mean? he's a good player. People of Chicago, I think that they were just like, they weren't mad at Kevin Kurczynski. They were mad they traded Alex DeBrincat uh, for, for yeah, that, that pick. pick. And then they got, uh, who did they get? Frank Nazar, who was a like, pretty good pick. I, Max, I know you liked him going into the draft. Yeah, I did. Um, is, is, is that where he went? I believe so. I want to say that. Oh uh, yeah, Frank Nazar went thirteenth because they traded. Okay, yeah. that was part of the Kirby Doc deal, uh, deal on draft day. But like that whole draft was insane. Um, yeah, just absolute fireworks. Um, Nashville. I thought Nashville was gonna draft Brad, but they drafted. Uh, so did I actually? Yeah, because they they drafted the other Finnish yeah, winger, yeah, Joachim yeah. Kemmel, who I, like I was a fan of too. Like good pick by. Uh, my national predators um but now like brad going 30th everybody thought that was the steal of the draft hopefully we can get him on the pod someday we can even probably get kevin try to get kevin on the pod That'd yeah be sick. Uh, absolutely we could um like like that guy's gonna be a like his ceiling kevin kurchinski's ceiling same as brad like off the charts yeah absolutely and i i, I think that I, like I'm not even kidding. I think, and those guys play pee wee hockey together. In together, Saskatoon. together in Saskatoon yeah, against each Kodiaks. other. Yeah, they played they, with each other. Yeah, they played. They were on the same team in Saskatoon Pee Wee City Championships. Yeah, and like that's insane. and and Zach Siri just dusted them for four, four goals. goals. Yeah, suck suck on that Kodiaks. Yeah, still, so still lost ten to eight. If you do the math on that. Zach should have been first overall. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that should have yeah, been me. <laughs> um, other other hockey news like that was like, uh, yeah, 
I mean, the big story was Slovak, the two Slovaks going first and second. Which is, what was the highest before that? Fourth? Third. Third? Third, yeah. Third. Uh, Marion Gabrick, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, like, both of them could have broke that. And then you got Dvorsky. Like, I knew, like, Slovakia, like I said it in the third episode. Like, man, they're, like, producing talent out there. I mean, Shane Wright going to Seattle. Did you see, like, the death stare he gave him? Like, yeah, that was, absolutely. That was right, sick, Right to too. the Montreal table. Yeah, that was sick, too. He uh, came after, and he, like, denied doing it yeah, after, too. Yeah, like, nah, Shane, like, <laughs> own up. Where Where is he from? I know he's from Canada, but um, he's not, like, from Quebec, hey? No, he's from Ontario. Yeah, I'm, okay, surprise. Yeah, um, yeah, Yurchek went uh, six. Kevin from Saskatoon, good Saskatoon boy. Sister went to high school with me and Max. Who's that? Kate Korchinski. Was she in our grade? No. Oh, okay. Then I don't know who she was. Um, Matt Savoy, nine. Like, just a great draft. My Nashville Predators selected Yokin uh, Camel. Yeah. Elite draft. Fun. Didn't wa- didn't have a TV, so I was watching this live stream. Shout out to Gravith. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce his name. Elite Reactions. Really? That's the guy I sent oh, in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Funniest, funniest reaction. I thought you were watching Lambert. That, uh, oh, I was watching Colby Armstrong. Colby too. Armstrong, yeah. We should try to get him on the pod. He had That'd the that YouTube. I've met him a couple times. Yeah, no, I his mom does skating lessons here. Yeah. Rosemary, you probably did. Uh, I feel like we did a camp together. Probably, yeah. And uh, she's like a great skating coach. And like, yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know if I, I was watching the... that. Oh, here, here's the reaction from Gravith to uh, Brad Lambert being selected. Um, wow. Elite reaction right there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Love the energy from that guy. <laughs> Tried to get him on the pod. Did not respond to my... <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> um, yeah, but that was it from the NHL draft. Uh, again, amazing draft. So much stuff happened. Then we go over to NHL free agency. And uh, uh, Max, um, uh, yeah. I hate to bring it up. Yeah, me too. Johnny Gaudreau went to Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Why? Because you wanted to compete, Zach, obviously. <laughs> Jeez. If you want to compete, you go to Columbus. Everyone knows that. <laughs> My God, man. Like, wh- Calgary fumbled a bit there. Well, the, like, they, well offered they? A, they offered him, like, literally, like, the, a humongous contract. I thought they offered him, like, the most money. Like, I yeah, thought he, like, they did. Calgary offered him the best. They did. Fucking hell. And, uh, he's from New Jersey, right? Yeah. And then okay. you know, he's got all the family in New Jersey and New York and mm. Philadelphia. So they're thinking he's going to the Devils, Islanders, or Flyers. Or Rangers? And you know, not that ra- the Rangers couldn't afford him. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Um, New York and uh, the Devils put in a contract offering. Philadelphia never offered him a contract. <laughs> never offered him a contract. And the GM, Chuck Fletcher, said it was too hard to uh, offer him a contract. That's your goddamn job <laughs> as a GM. Like, you're a fucking idiot. It was Chuck too Fletcher. hard. It was too <laughs> hard. That's what he said. And Johnny Gaudreau's, like, agent or somebody, or, like, there was rumors. That's where he wanted to sign was Philadelphia. So, Flyers, like, that's why you're a poverty franchise right now. But New York and the Islanders and Devils offered him, like, 
I think how much it was like eighteen to twenty million more than Columbus offered him. So, way more money. All of his family's there. Way better teams. And he decides to go to Columbus, where they're not a great team. Way less money, like twenty million dollars less over the contract. In Ohio, no family. Doesn't make any sense to me at all. Like still he's, do- he's just a beauty like that, I guess. It still doesn't make any oh sense to God. me. Oh my God! I know that was disappointing. Like, but what's he gonna do? Uh, Play Fortnite with Patrick Laine out there? Like, yeah, in who knows? Ohio, like, what is like? It's, ugh. yeah. I. It, it made no sense. I really dislike no that. But um, the I, the the Oilers had a couple of good couple of good moves. They re-signed Evander Kane, who proved to be the X factor for them in the in the Hopefully late part of the season. Shit together. Yeah, and uh, they got Jack Campbell. Um, Solved their goaltending wounds. Yeah, hopefully. finally. I mean, like you got some, you got two good core defensive pieces there, uh, along with obviously just like the insane offense that that Edmonton holds. So I like the balance that 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 they created with those two signings. Um, yeah, and then my Nash like huge, huge re-signing Nashville re-signed Philip Forsberg. I mean, face of the franchise along with Roman Yossi, I want to say like leads almost every scoring ca- category for forward and like just in general for the franchise. And uh, yeah, they finally re-signed him on a great contract. May I add, um, eight-year, seventy million dollar contract. And if he hit the open market, like. He was probably getting like twenty million more, like over the contract. So, I mean, he's only twenty-seven. He's a forty-goal scorer now. Um, missed some time last year too, and still put up his best numbers ever. He's locked up for eight eight years. He'll be thirty-five by the time the contract ends. I I like the deal. Is he at all related to Peter Forsberg? Uh no. I, oh, okay. Yeah, I I really doubt it. But but who knows out there in Sweden. Um, you know those Swedes. Yeah, uh, Philip Forsberg, love him. Philip Scoresberg. I had a case that said Philip Scoresberg on my like iPod, like <laughs> like five years ago when he was like super young. <laughs> it was sick. Um, yeah, Matt Murray went to the the Leafs um, along with uh, Samsonov from uh, Washington and uh, Ilya Samsonov, um, one of those Russian goaltenders that was really hyped up. Kind of faltered in Washington, never really developed, and uh, now he's in a new scenario in uh, Toronto, and hopefully he can play uh, better. Yep, and um, Evgeny Malkin, yeah, re-signed with Pittsburgh on like a, a very not large contract to stay there. We got um, uh, who is like Darcy Kemper? There we go, fresh off of his Stanley Cup, signed with the Capitals to replace uh, Samsonov. Uh, Ottawa keeps on winning uh, this period after stealing Alex DeBrincat. They got uh, Claude Drew coming in there. Um, good vet to have in that locker room. Uh, Vincent Trocek went to New York. Andrew Kopp to the, the Red Wings. Oh, Brent Burns is going to the Hurricanes in a weird deal. Um, he's 37 years old. I mean, former Norris Trophy winner. Best beard in the NHL, um, and is it is it him that does 
The beef jerky commercials? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, San Jose is in a dump right now. I mean, they're in a weird situa- situation. The Lightning signed, like, three players to eight-year contracts. Um, Sergachev. Oh, I forget the other two. Um, oh, my God. I'm blanking. I'm going to have to lurk, look that up. Um, Ryan Strom signed with the Ducks. Uh, yeah, Dylan Strom signed with Washington. Um, I would have loved to see him go to Toronto or Edmonton. Link or up Calgary. <laughs> or Nashville. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, before I forget, uh, also earlier, Ryan McDonough got traded to Nashville. Um, yeah. That was a big trade. Hopefully helps Nashville. I mean, that top four in Nashville is just gross. Like, one of the best defense scores in the league if not the best i like nashville i like the way their team's looking i mean we're still a long ways to go but we need to add like like phil is like like a 40 goal scorer matt change 40 goal scorer but we need more out of that we need some more scoring depth i mean we can't rely on like three guys to score all of our goal, goals and points um and then also shout out to duncan keith uh just retired so great career by him um yeah i mean i think that uh wraps up nhl free agency and then we can move on to nba free agent free agency and then uh quick no note oakley oakley left um <laughs> he had some plans tonight and to, uh depart early yeah just uh, <laughs> some some bad timing but it was good to get him back in the studio yep get him back it, it, it's I mean, he was on the last episode with the interview with Carter, but we haven't seen his face. Yeah, it's been a while in the studio in a while, and we actually, actually got ourselves an actual functioning desk. Yes, very happy about that. Yeah, he he bought us some uh, things, and we screwed him on today. Brought a screw over, and we fixed it. Drill. But I said screw. <laughs> we brought many screws. Yeah, he brought many screws. It, it's hot in here. It's I'm, so I'm, it's <laughs> so hot in here, man. Like, I'm actually I I probably have lost like four pounds. <laughs> like I'm it's just in, sweating. Me and Zach are used to this. We have, we we've had no AC in our houses for our, our oh. whole lives. So Oak, Oakley was dying, <laughs> yeah, bro. Oakley did not look. Oakley dead. was dead. <laughs> so me me, yeah. me me and Zach have been used to this. We're 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 chilling in here, even though it is a sauna. Yeah. <laughs> um. But we're moving on to NBA free agency. We're pushing um, through. I mean, it seemed like when I was in the air, like a whole bunch of big. Big trades were happening in, and in wow, the NBA. It, it slowed down. It was like one day of all this shit happening, and it it just slowed down. We got to go all the way back to uh, the very start of it. Um, I mean, to start off with, we got to go. The biggest news, I feel like, had to have been Rudy Gobert's trade. Yes, yeah. I mean, I would, yeah. Ke- Kevin Durant hasn't signed anywhere yet, per se. So, yeah, I, I would say so. And, I mean, you you and me have very similar opinions on that. That was... I'm, like, lots uh, of people hate Rudy Gobert. I want to throw up thinking about that trade. A lot, a lot of people hate Rudy Gobert. I mean, I'm not a Rudy Gobert hater at all. I, I actually, am. Actually, Max is, but I actually like uh, Rudy Gobert. So over. I'm sorry. So such an overrated defender. Um, He's an underrated offensive player. He's an overrated defensive player. I, I liked him in the system in Utah. Yeah, he's a system player I, for sure. I think sure. he was over like the amount of hate he got was like a little too much maybe, in my opinion. Maybe a little bit. But like 
that trade, oh my, like, it made me sick. Like, Utah, like, I don't know which was worse, the new jerseys and logo they have or that trade. <laughs> oh, my God. That or, was, oh, well, oh. actually, no, their trade was good. The Timberwolves, I mean, like, what were... I don't even know what they gave up. It was no Minnesota gave up way too much. Like it was, it was, it was a number of first round picks. It was Patrick Beverly. It was Malik Beasley. It was Jared Vanderbilt, who I thought was, was like a top ten pick. Wasn't I he? absolutely, yeah, I'm yeah. not even sure, but Jared Vanderbilt was looking so good. He was on such a good contract. He fit so well against Cat. With Cat, <sighs> yeah, thank you. And it was, oh my god, bro. It, it 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 made me sad. I like the Timberwolves organization. I like their history. I like I like KG. I like K Love. Um, I like some more low key guys that people don't know. Uh, Sam Mitchell, uh, Isaiah Ryder, um, Rin Rindor. Just some just some guys that like you know those guys you like maybe catch on TV a couple of times when you're young and then you just like remember the name and you yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, cheer yeah. for them. That was kind of like that. And so I I I always really liked. Minnesota. So this trade, uh, I understand what well, I understand the direction they're going, but the fit with Gobert and Cat is awful. And I think a lot of people are trying to defend it, saying that Cat is a true four, which I agree with. I don't think he should have been put as a center, uh, but he was, and he's been thriving at center. He's been uh, All Star, All NBA, and um, he's been he's had five, six, seven years of experience as a center in the NBA and even some in college. And to now at this point is in in his career when he's the go to guy, move him. And because and it's not like it's not like that he can still play. It's not like it's an Anthony Davis situation. It's like Rudy Gobert is a center, and you can't play him anywhere else. Cat's a bit more versatile, so they have to play him at the four, which is just so stupid because it's not where he fits. It's nowhere near where he fits. He needs to be the five on a team. Like that package that they gave up was like try to win the the NBA championship package, but like Minnesota, man, like it was more like let's make the playoffs. Like exactly, let's make the play-ins type of uh, package. It's like, what are we, what are I, we doing? I here? really feel like um, if D'Lo was involved in that trade, like I would have rather they didn't give up like Pat Bev and uh, Jared Vanderbilt, and they gave D'Lo up instead, and maybe someone else that they like. I mean, Minnesota will be decent. I mean, sure, sure. yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that was pretty in sync, but like, like, sh- like, sure, like, yeah, maybe top six team, but just an oh. It made me sick. It did. Like it, it, I was, I was so sad when I when I heard that. It was so terrible. But um, I'll, I'll go shout, shout out Utah. I yeah, guess. Was, they, they fleeced <laughs> they them. They, they did fleeced something. them, bro. With everything that all the shit going down, I mean, Donovan Mitchell might be going to the Knicks. Um, I don't. I don't think that's happening anymore because there, yeah, the Knicks wanted Emmanuel quickly, Obi Toppin, uh, the, Quentin U- Grimes, Utah and did. six first round picks. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. From from New York, which was insane, and New York was so quickly like, no, no, that's just not gonna happen. Then they need to make R.J. Barrett a part of that trade if they yeah. don't want to give up and six I, picks. I don't want to see R.J. I personally don't either. Utah, no, guys, no, he'll just ruin his career. Okay, other news: Rockets bought out John Wall, and then he quickly signed with the Clippers. Oh, I mean, on a great deal yeah, for the Clippers. I, I like that. I like that. You I, could tell that he was like, yeah, I got my bag. I'm good. And, Let's, he, and, and he should be all healed up now. I should mean, should be hopefully h- him and. Him and Kawhi all healed up, and same as PG all healed up. I, yeah. I like that. Oh yeah, I like that. Team. I like the signing. I think uh, Eric Bledsoe was actually good for the Clippers, at least his play style. Maybe not him specifically. And I think John Wall is just a better Eric Bledsoe. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully he can get the ball rolling there, add some defense, add some offense, some passing, some facilitating. And uh, I'll go and I'll go just a bit of a homer right now. You know, um, 
the Miami Heat resigned uh, Victor Oladipo to an eleven million dollar contract. Like it, I, I think. like it too. I think I think he was a great when, great spark plug off the bench. He's, when when he's healthy, he's an like uh, he's maybe so not, elite. Well, like, uh, like he's, he's an good. elite defender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is such an his hands. He's very like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to and there's so many players like that. You need to watch Miami games to understand the impact that Victor Oladipo has on defense. Well, I just remember it's him insane in Indiana. Like he was so good when he was on the court and like OKC. I mean, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. So, I, and then he got traded everywhere, and then got hurt, and then it was just kind of downfall. Yeah. The other trades that happened while I was in the air. I mean, going back to the NHL, the LA Kings uh, traded for Kevin Fiala. Like that's a big trade. That is a big trade. Yeah, we didn't mention that. I have a soft spot spot uh, in my heart for Kevin Fiala, former Nashville Predator. Uh, he broke his like. I don't know, leg or femur in this like um on the Nashville Stanley Cup run. Like that was devastating. He was a uh like a big part of that team in that Stanley Cup run and uh he's really blossomed into an elite pick and he's only 25 um 30 goal scorer going to keep on uh keep on keeping on. Yeah. Keep being a big player especially in LA. They're they're finally finishing up that rebuild. He's going to be the centerpiece of that team, and they—I mean—they only gave up LA a first-round pick. Um, and then the other trade that had happened, going back to the NBA, the Hawks acquired Dejounte Murray. What a weird trade, man! That was—it 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 was so—it was weird. It was—I mean, it was interesting enough, um, but it was—it was just weird because Dejounte Murray is uh, fairly ball dominant. You know, like he's not partic- not as much as Trey Young, but he's ball dominant, especially for the time he's had in Atlanta or in uh, San Antonio. Trey Young, obviously, is super ball dominant. Both good passers, both solid. Well, Dejounte solid scorer, Trey great scorer. Um, you know, I I don't I don't know how well they're gonna complement each other. You know, I think I think it really depends on the role that Dejounte would have and how well he fits into that. How well he can play a two, or how well he can play a three? Because um, I mean, he's got the he's got the defense, he's got the length, he's got the height to play those to play those positions. You know, defense is isn't the question, but I think it's kind of where he fits offensively. Because when he was in San Antonio, the ball was in his hands a lot. He was kind of make the winning play, make the winning pass, score the winning bucket. And now in in um, in Atlanta, you know, he's the second option. But if John Collins stays, I mean, he's kind of barely the second option there. He's, 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 to me, he's just, he's too, he's not a very similar player to Trey Young, but they have the same kind of structure to their game where they want the ball, they make the play. And I just, I don't know, you know, I feel this could be a CJ moment where you never know how well someone can kind of take a backseat to that because I think it's very clear that DeJounte needs to take a backseat. But I think if he relies on his defense, you know, becomes a, a Defensive Player of the Year candidate, uh, All-NBA, All-NBA first-team defense, I think he can have a, a great career in Atlanta if he focuses on that, focuses on the playmaking, and uh, just compliments Trey Young well. So, you know, this, this this does nothing but make Atlanta better. Yeah, I agree with that last point. I mean, they gave up uh, Gallinari and three firsts um, and a couple of pick swaps, I believe. Um, I mean, he's 25. I mean, him and Trey Young are similar age. You have your backcourt for the next 10 years, essentially. Um, I mean, yeah, I agree with that last part you said. Like, if you focus on 
focuses on being that elite defender, that elite guard that we've seen him be the past couple of seasons. Oh, I just, I just first of all, I have to say I love Dejounte Murray so much. I think he's, I think he's an amazing player. I love Trey Young so much. I love both of those players. I like Atlanta. I really hope this works out. I mean, like if if Trey's just like the elite scorer, and then Dejounte is like that playmaking defending guard like that's an elite one too in the backcourt yeah I, that's what i'm thinking and i'm hoping that's what atlanta was thinking during that trade i mean but but what do what do i know um miles bridges got arrested for uh he like i loved all those memes and it was like bro's really trying to make it out of the league he <laughs> fumbled so hard like that, like, was, that was like a day before free agency he opened. Was, he was probably, like, I think the Pistons really wanted him. He was arguably going to get, like, a max contract mm-hmm. from the Pistons. He's a young guy. I mean. And they pulled that so fast. Yeah, it was, that was oh, rough. Oh, it was crazy. Um, oh, I got to say, two super underrated signings that I think are, are flying under the radar. P.J. Tucker to the Sixers. Every single team that PJ's on, he's made them better. The Rockets, when they were with PJ, they were competing with Golden State for the number one spot in the West. He helped Milwaukee win that championship. He helped Heat make a really deep playoff run last year. I think he's going to help the Sixers. He does everything on the court that doesn't add up on the play sheet. He's making $11 million a year. I think he's such a valuable player. I was just happy that, that he had time on the Heat. He seems he seems like he fits into to that Heat culture well. I just I was so happy with that. And then the other one I got to mention is Andre Drummond to the Bulls. Now, they need to get rid of Nikola Vucevic. They just do. He is he is not the fit there anymore. Last season was clear. He's still a great player, but they're not gonna win with that core. It's very clear. Is Vuce still he's still pretty young, hey? Mm, Vucevic. Not, I know Drummond is like surprisingly really young. How old is Nik- Nikola Vucevic? Okay, I don't trust Siri. I'm going to. I'm no, going, I'm no, going to. No, don't say it again. Come I'm on. Just ser- search it up. No, search come it up. Why is it taking so long? Um, he's, he's 31. Oh, he's pretty old. Oh, yeah. I thought he was like 29. I think I think Drummond's 28. Yeah, so. I think Drummond is 28. Um, so I think I think it's time to, to to move on from him. Get a make make your make your core stronger. Get some get some better depth at the at the at at the wings there, and just get Drummond and. Put him in the paint because he hasn't gotten the opportunities that he deserves. He reminds me a lot of DeMarcus Cousins. He's still got so much ball left in him. He's still so good. He's being undervalued. He's as a backup center when he should be starting on some of the some of the worser teams in the league. And I think this under the signing's underrated, but I only think it's going to work to to its full capabilities if Vucevic isn't on the team and they get someone at the four who can help them out uh, quite significantly. They need a they need a solid uh, three behind Demar and they need a good spark plug off the bench. That's not the bald Mamba. So, I don't know. I just I, I I think that I think the Bulls have the pieces to make a good team. I just don't think that it's the right fit at the moment. If that makes sense. Um, Nick signed Jalen Brunson. I mean, I mean, oh, overpay, but you're gonna overpay for anyone in this league at this yeah, point. Yeah, oh yeah, massive overpay in my opinion. I don't think Jalen Brunson is that guy. I mean, personally, you, I you, do. You can come at me. I, I just, I think he had like one good postseason, and huh. everybody was like, "Yep, oh, we I love oh. Jalen Brunson." And then he's gonna <sighs> become a bum in New York, and they're gonna be paying him a hundred million. I definitely agree. I, de- I definitely agree. And um, but. One thing that teams really value is 
how good someone is in the playoffs. That's what gets someone paid, and I think I think that's what's that's what's gonna get, or that's what that's what got Jalen Brunson paid. Okay, yeah, that was that was a big signing because uh, New York is getting like in trouble for. Uh uh, tampering, I believe, right? So, um, Im- imagine tampering for Jalen Brunson, yeah, bro. Like, uh, oh mean, my God! Nikola Jokic just absolutely got the bag. I mean, we'll talk about the bag. Talk about uh, Damian Lillard making over sixty million dollars a p- a year. See, okay, so he resigned. Anthony uh, Simmons resigned for four years, a hundred million. Where where does Shaden Sharp come into play here? Uh, like that's a, lo- that's a loaded backcourt, is it not? It is. I would person. I would say that Shaden is probably coming off the bench, or you could put him at the three, maybe. See, I, huh? This this is why I didn't love the pick for for the Trailblazers. Well, I thought they were just gonna pair him with Dame. Well, I guess he could back up Dame. Well, like like I guess I think that's kind of the plan. Yeah. I think oh, man, I think Benedict Mathurin would have been so good. Would have been such an amazing fit. For the for, for the Trailblazers team, he, he would have fit that 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 three role. Doesn't help that Shaden Sharp already got hurt during summer league. Definitely. Already already hearing bust rumblings. It's like, come on guys, calm, calm down. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm just gonna rattle off some more signings. Stop me if anything sticks out. Devin Booker signs four year four year contract, two hundred and fourteen million dollars. Bradley Beal get the bag. Five year, two hundred fifty one million dollars. Get the bag. I mean, I'm not. I would have wanted it out of Washington. He, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he did opt out. Um, Malik Monk going to the Kings. Bobby Portis stays in Milwaukee. Bucks signed Joe Ingles. I love that. I me love too. that. Oh, me too. Um, good signing. He he had something new to that Bucks team that they don't really have. A lot of grit. A lot of uh, a lot of aggression. Three point shot. Like who's the Bucks like three point shooter right now? Grayson Allen. Yeah, exactly. Pat, like, or well, I mean, b- besides Chris Middleton. Yeah, yeah. Besides, yeah. Like I don't coming, know. Like yeah. There's yeah. They, they really I li- lack. I, I really like that signing actually. Uh, Me too. Tyus Jones resigns. Too much money. He's a he. he Canadian. My. My issue. Or no, he's no, not I, even Canadian. No, I don't, I don't I, think so. No, we know he's not. I, th- he's, I think you're thinking of Brandon yes, Clark. No, 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 Brandon Clark and yeah. then uh, Dylan Brooks yeah. are Canadian. Tyus Jones. Yeah. Okay, then screw you, Tyus Jones. <laughs> I'll, 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 t- I'll, I'll just go on a quick little thing about Tyus Jones and the Grizzlies and Jaw. Jaw is a great player, and I'm not trying to discourage Jaw because if he was on any other team, he would still be an All Star. But I don't think that he would be getting the numbers or the type of player that he would be if he was in anywhere else anywhere else besides Memphis. See, when John Morant was out for a long time, Tyus Jones had the best stretch of his career. And even when Jaw was out in the playoffs, Tyus Jones had a really good few games there. And it's because that system in Memphis fits a point guard well. And you need a good point guard to do well. And you know it's 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 the same thing with the triangle offense and talking about Jordan and Kobe. Um but this it's a point guard system and I think that People forget about that a lot of times, and I think they forget that Jaw is the player he is because of Memphis. Memphis isn't in the position they're in because of Jaw. They went 19-1 and last year without Jaw with, 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 with Tyus Jones at the starting point guard position. Where, whoever is that point guard, they're going to put up a lot of points, they're going to get a lot of assists, they're going to take a lot of shots, and... I think that Jaw's a great player. He's an all-star, but I just think he's overrated because people don't understand the 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 setting that he's in right now in Memphis. So I, I just had to say that I've, I've been I've been th- thinking about that for a while. 
But I mean, I, I I like Tyus Jones personally. I just think how much do they give him? Does it say there? Uh, thirty million, three years, so ten million a year. I mean, that's not not, it's, not too bad. It's no. not, I actually I, I thought I thought it was thirty million for two years. So thirty million for three. That's actually not bad. Somebody who is Canadian is Lou Dort, um, one of the Ooh. best defensive guards in the league. Um, love Lou Dort. Absolutely yeah. love Lou Dort. He, he pairs in with Chet Holmgren, who was balling out in the summer league, and Josh Giddy. SGA. Man. Chet, I, I've been, I've He's been on Chet since literally his like sophomore year in high school. He is borderline arrogant, though. Me and him, he, he got arrogant all of a sudden. He, like, really he, did. he wasn't that arrogant in high school, man. Nope. Like he was a humble guy, and now all of a sudden he got like all the swagger. I, I don't know what's up with that. He went to Gonzaga. Like, uh, you're not getting swagger. Playing for the, for the Zags, so no. I, don't, I don't know what happened. I know, but I mean, I mean, good for him. He's got you. You need confidence in the league, but mm-hmm. you also got to be able to back it up. So I mean, yeah. hopefully he can do that. I'm yeah. I'm, a, I'm a fan of his. Yeah, uh, Lonnie Walker to the Lakers. I mean, they needed somebody to help that bench. So. It was it was a weird signing because it it reminded me of the Malik Monk signing last year. They get a young, flashy, offensive minded. Uh, two who comes off the bench tries to become the spark plug, so it just kind of reminded me of that uh, Malik Monk 2.0. I, I, I thought Lonnie Walker is more a defensive guy. Uh, to be uh, honest, honestly, you know, to be he, honest. he might be, but I mean, he still got offensive potential, and he's he's a high, he's a high flyer like Malik Monk is. Yeah, he's still young, still yeah. young. Uh, Chris Bou- Chris Boucher stays in Toronto. Javale McGee signs with Mavericks. Oh, I hated that. I hated yeah. that so much. Like, I hated that. I'm actually, uh, um, I guess this is a good time to plug it. I'm doing uh, free agency grades on the on on the website. And uh, uh, sorry, sorry about no NHL draft grades. Um, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I don't have the knowledge to do that. And I was on vacation. And Zach's Zach's h- h- hitting the grind with uh, with work, work and doing all yeah. that stuff. So I really wanted to do not that. Coming out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I want to do a lot of things. Yeah, but that's fine. That's all good. And so we're getting the we're Seattle getting- would have won the draft. I'm just saying that. I just want to put that out there. Nashville had a good 100%. draft too. Um, going back to NBA. Um, yeah. Go, go to our website. Yeah. Plug. Yeah. Go to our website. I'm um, releasing draft grades. JaVal McGee, I think, got the lowest grade I might have given a team because he got paid too much. He's old. And good Lord, three, that team doesn't need another center. Three years, 20 uh, and a quarter. Gross. That's gross. Uh, Kyle Anderson signed with the Timberwolves. Like I mean, that. I, I actually really like Kyle Anderson as a player. He's so slow. Yeah, he's very slow. But wow. I like it. He, he succeeds. Uh, yeah, I mean, Gary Payton went to the Trailblazers. I mean. Expected, yeah. Yeah. Um, I like Zion that. got the max. I mean, Zion, if he stays healthy. I mean, I feel like it was good that he took this year off because I think the Pelicans will be a very good team coming up here. Yeah, people said that when he got drafted, too. People said that about last year, too. No, no, no. He I, needs to get on the fucking court. No, I think it was good, though, that he took the year off, though, sure. and didn't rush it. Because as but soon as you man, rush it... But my then my man has dealing with his right foot, and in a month, it's going to be his left knee. Like, I don't care. When you're that heavy, I don't care how much muscle it is, either. When you're that heavy, you're you're and you're, you're jumping around like that, you're going to get hurt more often than not. I'm, 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 I'm just saying, I'm not a big fan of... I, I like him as a person, not a big fan of him as a player, but... Continue. I, I think they'll be good next year. I think B.I., him, Dyson Daniels is Lonzo Ball, Australian version. I mean, 
Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I, uh, I mean, CJ's there. He's enjoying it. You got Jonas, Jonas Valanciunas. Herbert I th- Jones. I like that team. I'm not saying anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I really liked the team last year, and I liked the team two years ago, and they both that's, failed to make the playoffs. That's fair. I mean, yeah. Uh, Otto Porter with the Raptors. I mean, I like that as a Raptors fan. Uh, Nurkic is staying with the Trailblazers. Oh, I hate him. Man, Nurkic is one of my least favorite NBA players He's just of a all weird time. dude. Dislike. Dislike him. I mean, a weird trade, again, was Kevin Herter to the Kings <laughs> for Justin Holiday, uh, Maurice Harkless, and a uh, future first-round pick. It made no sense to me. It's weird. <laughs> it I, don't, no I, don't, sense I don't, don't understand a lot of stuff. I mean, I guess they got DeJounte Murray, so they needed to push somebody out. Yeah, get some veteran help, but, oh, God, I don't know. Celtics acquired Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, I was, I, that was such a, that was a fleece deal by the he Celtics. He needs to stay healthy. I mean, yep. and, um, I mean, with... Benedict, uh, that's a good sign for Benedict Matherin. Yeah, and it is because he's he'll replacing be, Malcolm. He'll be the two for sure. Hopefully, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Looney and uh, Dante. D- oh my God, how- Divincenzo. Thank you. Um, both signed with the Warriors. I like Don- Dante G- Divincenzo to the he, Warriors. He fits in. He really does. Sp- Splash brother. Spark like, plug off the bench. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Darius Garland got a nice, juicy contract with uh, I like Cleveland. D- I like Darius Garland. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that really wraps up all the big news. Yeah, I mean, M- we talked about Dame. Yeah. Um, yeah. NBA has really slowed down the past few days. Well, I guess uh, Keldon Johnson signed a nice contract, and then the Pacers made oh, an yeah. offer sheet for the, DeAndre Ayton. The weird, the weird DeAndre Ayton fiasco. We don't want to pay him. Oh, this team wants to pay him now. We want to pay I him. I think DeAndre like he does. He's not worth that money. I, I'm sorry. I, I think he's underrated almost. Like he gets forgotten about. I like I like him. Um, he, he like <laughs> like I won't say he made that Suns team, but if that Suns. T- Suns team doesn't have DeAndre Aiden. They're not going to the finals. They're not going. They're. I don't think they're making it out of the first round of the playoffs. To be completely honest. Oh wow. Yeah. I'm going that. Like if like I'm saying they put in like. Uh, he anchors them. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. I like I like Aiden, but he's. It seems like. Still a young dude. Like, any, what? He, how old is he? Like uh, 22, 23. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I like him enough though. He's solid. Oh, okay. Well, I just popped this up. Going back to NHL. The Devils signed Andre Pilat. Oh, that yeah, that's w- right. Way too much money. That was, a, that was a ridiculous amount. They were like, I was like, oh, we didn't get Johnny Hockey? Okay, let's give that same contract to <laughs> third-line plug Andre Pilat. I mean, absolute stud. Helped out with the Lightning, but no way Buddy should be making... I don't know, even know how much he's five year contract when he's thirty one, making that amount of money. Good lord. Like I guess New Jersey's going all in. But uh I mean that wraps up free agency and all that and then I guess we can move on to another major sport in the MLB. Yeah, the Blue Jays have uh, Blue, the Blue Jays season has been, I would say, disappointing. It hasn't been bad, but I mean, considering the talent on that team and the and, expectations and the amount of all stars on that team, mm. I just uh, Espinal just got named an all star today. Yeah, after uh, Altuve couldn't make it, but mm. George Springer, he's the, he's banged up, man. Yeah, he's uh, he's not uh, he's not participating in the all star game, which is good. I like that. Yeah, heal me too. Up. That's smart. He, heal uh, up. Good. Good, good, good ego on that guy because a lot of I think a lot of guys would want to play through that to play on the mm-hmm. All Star games. So good for him. Uh, but you, you, you got Vladdy, Boba not being in the All Star games is an absolute disservice to baseball. But I, I, I don't think so. I, I, I'm not a 
Boba Shed guy. Dude, okay, I, first off, first off, like, love the name. <laughs> Boba Shed? I said that to my brother once who doesn't know anything about baseball. He's like, hey, that sounds like Boba Fett. And I was like, I know. That's his nickname. But, like, I don't know. Like, I, I absolutely love Boba Shed. He's such a good defensive player. His offense has been, like, steadily progressing throughout the years. Like, I know. He's having like, a I don't, career I don't, year. Like, I, I'm a Blue Jays fan. Yeah, I like Boba I know, Shed. But I know what like, you mean, though. But, like, people were saying, like, he was better than Vladdy at one point. I'm like, oh. He was he was getting a he was getting a lot of praise at the at the early years of yeah, the yeah. early days of the season so I'll give you that uh, Alejandro Kirk I yeah mean, oh god good for him Alec Manoa oh my god he's so good he's a stud absolute stud but uh, Montoya yeah Charlie got fired see you later Bongo and um you know I I think a lot of Blue Jays fans were a bit surprised because I I thought that he was well liked in the organization. Uh, apparently not. Though. No, I know. Like yeah. apparently, I I thought he was well liked too, but apparently not. The new guys quite quite well liked. Oh yeah, John Schneider is because he he like led when like Vladdy and Bo and all those like Kevin Biggio when they were all like in the farm system. He was the manager and they won a championship, and like Charlie Montoya was like. Like, great guy. Like, I'm not, like... Sure. But, like, he's kind of weird. Like, he's a weird guy. Like, he's, like, playing bongos, like, like during media sessions. And, like... Uh, like one, one thing one thing you, you got to give a bit of credit to the guy is he, he really helped... Yeah, uh, develop. D- yeah, yeah. That culture there. And, you know, the fun-loving type of things. But, like, maybe that's not what, the, what Toronto did, needs right now. They didn't need it right now. It was good for him to develop. I think he did an excellent job of getting them to here. But yeah. now I, I think, like, John Schneider is going to, like... He's getting looks from other teams. Yeah. He's, like, I'm I'm all in. Like, name him the actual manager. Like, yeah. I'm not even kidding. Like, Absolutely. remove that... Uh, like, Interim. Yeah, tag from him and just make him the full manager. Um... Blue Jays, I mean, we're, we're going to head into All-Star break pretty soon here. Hopefully they, the front office kind of, like, and, and a lot a lot of their, I, I mean, lack of success has been, like, managerial fault, too. Like, not only yeah. Charlie, but, like, the front office. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, like. Vladi needs to do better, though. I, I, the whole team needs to do better. Yeah, really, but I mean, honestly. I, Vladi, Vladi coming into the year, you know, he was, he was, um, like after M- last year, I mean, the he man was, was yeah, on fire. He was M- M- MVP caliber, and you know there was question to whether he would start in the All Star game, and I, I think that needs to change. I think he needs to, you know, make sure that he's known as like and, and top prob- five hitter. And a problem with that was he he was too far in the batting order. I mean, he got moved up, and John Snyder was like, "We need to get him to the plate more." Yeah, and um, I mean, hopefully they can address the bullpen issues, like starting pitcher issues. I mean, definitely. I mean, we could maybe get uh, Moreno trade for uh, arm. Who knows? Gary Moreno? Not Gary Moreno. <laughs> no, our guy, our guy Gabby Moreno. Oh, that's close. That name's close. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I, I mean, know it's 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 been a sh- kind of a struggle watching the Blue Jays this year, and dude, that 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 like ALS pit- wild card spot, yeah. it's gonna be a bloodbath. Yeah, man. it literally is. I mean, the Yankees have full control of the e- AL East. Yeah, so I mean, Sox, I, I, the Jays, oh, I know. Orioles are coming up. Rays <sighs> are in it. I mean, Seattle's fighting in there. I Seattle's mean, on a twelve-game winning streak. I know it's crazy. It's fucked. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be a war and. You know, with this team, you cannot miss the playoffs. You really cannot. Yeah. You, 
Um, you go, we got the... We, I mean, like, Gosman, Manoa, and then, like, Berrios. Like, Berrios is like been inconsistent he's still young but he needs to be that stud that they traded for yeah very At true stripplin unbelievable so far but they they really don't have a fifth guy i mean if only nate pearson didn't get hurt 80 times i mean talk about like that's literally like the zion williamson of baseball i mean the guy like throws yeah. absolute gas but just gets hurt and now he's already like 24 25 no, guy, guy could be the fifth and like the final piece of the actual rotation, but no, he's he's injured. I mean, hopefully he he heals up and uh, yeah, and they need to add to that bullpen too. I mean, definitely. There, there, there's a lot of things they can do, and hopefully they change. I mean, they're they're looking good. I think the culture changed. I look like everybody was looking happy. Yep. I mean, like the comments people were ma- making seemed like Charlie Montoyo was like. Not not as well liked. They're they're like yeah we're 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 perfectly fine with him being out of our organization. I'm like oh, apparently Charlie wasn't that well liked. And I like again, I think he was great in developing this team, but I don't yeah. think he was meant to like win a World Series. He d- he definitely gets some credit to the team that to bring the team where it's at because it's n- nowhere near a bad team. You no, know, like three years ago, this team was like the worst team in baseball. No, I know. So they're doing they're doing a great job right now. Yeah. Um for where for where they were. I think it's just like I- instant success can really like it can put a lot of expectations on teams. And when, when you don't meet them but you're still a good team, I think that goes a little bit unnoticed, but like guys have good seasons, guys have off seasons, you know. <laughs> I didn't pun pun not intended. <laughs> um so yeah, I don't know. I just I I want to see how Schneider does with this team now. See if they improve. See what happens. Uh, I I hope the culture stays the same because it, it's so fun watching mm-hmm. watching the Jays play. Mm-hmm. My grandma my grandma just gets a kick out of them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> she always uh she she absolutely loves uh Tapia Guerrero uh Guriel Bichette. He so- Oscar Hernandez. I just want to mention has been on a heater after starting yeah. slow. He's been unbelievable. That's right very now. true. Yeah, she loves all those guys. She she always whenever I go over there, I watch. She, she's always watching a Jays game that she's recording or something. I'll sit down for an inning and she's like, I love his hair. I love his. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know. It's it's weird. It's crazy, um, but yeah. So I I have a soft spot in my heart for the because I'm not I'm not a huge baseball fan. But my grandma's almost made me like baseball more than anyone, which is funny. That's crazy. And then like just lastly in baseball, Juan Soto rejected a 15 year, oh, 445. I I think just 440 was okay. I could be wrong. Let me just look that up. Like the biggest contract ever in baseball. Oh my god. Like I can not not like per season wise, but like just money wise. Like it's yeah, just, it was four forty. Yeah, just after winning a World Series there oh in Washington, God, bro. like that. Like people, he could be traded soon. Oh, like, well, that's they, crazy. They're looking for offers. Man. I know because like, it's like it's clear he doesn't want to be there long term. What, what would you give up for him? Like Vladdy. <laughs> like like all like like you need. It's it would be like Alec Manoa to get him. No, I know, and more. No, I know. That's like it like would be absurd to think about. I would, I would lose my shit if he came to Toronto, though. Well, I would lose my shit if we traded Alec Manoa because he's like, okay, I don't want to trade any pitchers. Him, him, and Gosman, and like have been like the only and Stripling, like 
Romano has been all right. Yeah, but he's coming out of the pen. Yeah. Like, he's our closer. I mean, starters. I mean. Yeah, we need starters. Very true. I mean, like, I want to see how big of a trade that is going to be. And hopefully it's not to the Yankees or Red Sox. Yeah. Because I feel like he could be heading to the Yankees, and it makes me very, very sad. Man, that's that's it's one thing I I don't love about baseball is the fact that like these no big, salary cap. There's no salary cap yeah, now. Me too. Like you know, like the NFL and the NBA and the the NHL, like they 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 have to fight. But it the, doesn't matter if you're a small small market team. But but the, the the only thing they have to fight with those LA and New York teams is what they give off the field or mm-hmm. off the court off yeah. the field, right? Yeah. It's opportunities. But it's like these teams are like, here, come to New York. We're New York. We have an insane history, a rich legacy. We have the money that we can give you. We have the facilities to mm-hmm. turn you into a player that you need to be. Yeah. And it's like Oakland's like, hey guys. <sighs> We are a family, and it's like fuck off. I'm 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 gonna take the hundred million dollar deal. Yeah, and you can't blame anyone. Yeah, and so it's 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 that's that's kind of my issue with baseball. Yeah, but I mean, wherever he goes is getting a stud. I mean, he's like oh, 22. Yeah. He's so young. He was like like his. I was looking like he's kind of been. I won't I won't say disappointing, but like I was looking at like his stats recently. Yeah, not he, n- not super. But Nothing. he was like injured. But if you look, he was like 18, 19 in the MLB, and he was like his numbers were ridiculous in his like rookie and second year. No, I know. Like off the charts, and I think that's the player you're kind of like trading for in that instance, and like. He could not be traded this year and uh, be traded next year or be traded because he's got one year left of control, I believe. So. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, I, mean. I know. So, you know, Juan Soto, it's, it's, it's up in the air. You know, he might not even get moved this season. Yeah. So, you never know. And he's he's got his ring already with Washington. Yeah, I mean, he's like, what else do I have to do here? Exactly. And he's so young. So, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he comes. He can legitimately play twenty more years of baseball. He could, like, uh, he, and like fifteen of those years, he could be an all star. Yeah, like, no, he's he's crazy. No one, no one knows with him. And then, uh, but Zach, UFC, uh, you two sixty nine. No, no way off, Max. No, <laughs> I, th- I thought it was UFC two seventy in London. No, 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 UFC Long Island was today. Watch that in the morning. Um, Canadian Charles Jordan. I won't say the word robbed, but uh, I was disappointed with the judge's decision. Um, I believe he should have won, and that's taking my bias uh, aside. I mean, he could have easily crapped. Uh, crapped. <laughs> Jesus, it's so Jack, hot in here. Stop swearing. I'm, I'm melting in here. No, it's insane. Um, actually, it's insane. <laughs> It's like a sauna. No, we, we, it's, were, we it, were saying we're used to it, and now it's just like kind of hitting me. Well, it's because it's because we've had we've had it three guys in this room, and yeah. then for hours now, and we have one sad little fan. It's not even <laughs> blowing on us. It's actually not even doing anything. It's oh oh oh, oh, oh to me. Oh, and now it's gonna just turn around again. Oh. And we're both too sticky to get up but and do anything with it. Charles Jordan, uh, he should have cracked. That's what I was trying to say. Cracked into the top 15 over Shane Burgos. I believe he won. I mean, I think he's, his stock kind of rised almost because I think lots of people actually thought he won and he's yeah. going to get his name out there. Another fun, fun fight. Um, him and Burgos. I mean, it was like can't miss. I mean, I don't know if it lived up to the expectations, but it was it was another banger. Like, those two just only fight in good fights. I mean, banger fights. They're not going to be in the 
those two will never be in a born born fight. Um, but he's only he's twenty six, super super young, still developing. I mean, we sh- we saw his weaknesses uh, wrestling today, but I mean, look at that third round. I mean, he almost finished him. So big ups to him. I think Dana White even like they showed a thing. I think Dana White even like said like man like I thought you won backstage. So. If the boss man is saying that, like, yeah, you like, no kidding, you kind of know, like, something was up. Um, yeah, I mean, fun fight. Um, unfortunately, Brian Ortega versus Yair Rodriguez got cut short. Uh, Ortega popped out a short a shoulder, um, four minutes into the fight. Um, it looked exactly what happened to me, so I like felt more pain, and it looked like it was gonna be a super fun fight, and just yeah. Un- I'm very unfortunate that that happened. I mean, you got to feel for him. He's had like three shoulder surgeries already. Mm-hmm. Um, so close to being beating Alex Volkanovsky. He got put in that choke. Um, now he's probably going to have to get surgery and uh, work his way back. I mean, hopefully he he heals up. Man, like, unfortunate. You never want to see that, ever. No. Especially in a fight, but it's it's the fight game and happens. I mean, Yair, Yair is probably going to fight for either the interim strap or actually Volkanovski off of that, which is wild, but it, it's going to happen. Um, Matt Schnell versus uh, Sumerjur... I don't know how to pronounce the Chinese guy's name. Um, it Can you pronounce that? Sum- Sum- oh, the A and E are throwing me. Sumadurji. That's about as close as I'd get. He was a massive favorite. Um, uh, Sumadurji. He was a massive favorite, and he looked like it. He like oh. had uh, Schnell like wobbled like eight times. I think I counted. Like wow. it looked like he was knocked out eight times. Schnell like ridiculous comeback. Chokes him out cold. Does like the money signal while. <laughs> Simaturgy's like laying on him dead and like knocked out with blood all over him. I'll show Max the picture of it or the video of it. It it was like it was the most insane thing ever. Like look at him, he's doing the money signal while the guy's dead next to him. Jesus. And he's thing about UFC guys, they put their tongue out a lot for the amount of blood that's in that ring. Mike Malott licking his own well, blood. That, well, that man's just insane. <laughs> he just licked his own blood. I mean, yeah, I mean look at look at the comments here, like Robbery, 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 L, L, robbery, close fight. Uh, Jernane got it, in my opinion. Robbery, robbery, robbery. Judges should be cleaning toilets in McDonald's. <laughs> Jesus, so tell every, us how you really feel. Everybody thought Jardine won. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, as a Canadian fan, it's, it's a tough pill to swallow to watch him lose. Right. Um, but great card. I think we're getting Max to watch UFC London. Yes, sir. I'm coming over to your house. Um, I mean, Patty the Batty's fighting. Yeah, I'm down. Alex Gustafson, one of my favorite fighters ever, is fighting, making his return. Headlined by Ta- Tommy Aspinall versus Curtis Blades in a heavyweight fight. Um, Chris Curtis versus Jack Hermanson, that's a banger of a fight. Um, unfortunately, my boy Darren Till had to pull out. Meatball Molly's back. Um, a Canadian's fighting, actually, Kyle Nelson. Props to him. I think he got busted for something, and he's been... <laughs> Been off for a while. Shocker. Um, yeah, but that's it for USC. I mean, it'll be fun. And then to close it off, just a little bit of NFL news. Got a couple of got a couple of new, uh, no no no. Uh, 
The well, NFL news, I guess. Yeah, like, I don't know. Just ba- call them. Baker got traded to the Panthers. Yeah, you know. Don't but, don't hate the trade for the Panthers. No, I be honest. I think Robbie Anderson does, but if I was a Panthers fan, personally, I wouldn't. I mean, I'd rather have Baker than Sam Darnold. And I'm a Sam Darnold guy, but I'd rather have Baker. Dude, Sam Darnold's bad. I know. He's just bad. Robbie Anderson just doesn't like him either. Robbie, uh, R.I.P. to Robbie Anderson's career. No, Robbie just loves Sam Darnold because they played for the Jets together. That, oh. That's what he was saying. He, 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 oh, he explained it, was, it in a, I an interview what I he see. meant by that. I see. Okay. Um, see, you can, oh, you can always take athletes' context out of words or out of, yeah, out of, yeah. out of pocket. Definitely. Um, and then one thing that just broke me as a Steelers fan, the it new stadium. Like, it broke it just NFL fans. Yeah. The new stadium. Like... Are you kidding me, man? What is it called? Acru- <sighs> Some company. Acrisur St- Stadium. It's like an insurance company. Yeah, There's yeah. no fucking heart to that. At least with Heinz, it was a homegrown company. It was it was it was born and built in Pittsburgh. It felt like something, and they just give it to this heartless, soulless, <laughs> like like insurance company that just is. Oh, I just hate it, man. I just it's. It's based in Michigan. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I, I yeah, it wasn't even based in Pittsburgh. Like that, I I saw that. I wanted to throw up. I God, oh. I mean, put a put a smile on your face. No, at NFL uh, teams now have alternate helmets. I don't even care. <laughs> I can't, like... I, that was so sad. <laughs> I don't. Like, I've loved Heinz Field for so long. Like, I really have. It was like... It was like... It was like, imagine if they took Mosaic Stadium, destroyed it, and then it was like... It's Montana's Restaurant <laughs> Stadium now or some shit. Or I would have laughed at that. I, I would have enjoyed that. You know, okay, that's a bad example because I would have too. That's some, a, some tax company. I, I got you. I got you. But, like, you. It, it, it takes the soul out of everything. It's it yeah. sucks like like SoFi Stadium that's kind of dope, dude. I didn't even know what the Chargers Stadium was until well, I looked it up. I didn't realize it was the it was the, it was the same as the Rams for a minute, dude. I I was just brain dead. I was like, what the hell is the Chargers Stadium called? And like, <sighs> this is like, but money buys whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, literally. So, I mean, what can you do? Is there is there anything else though in the NFL? Terry McLaurin signed a contract. Oh yeah, he got the bag, which which is good for him and good for the for the Commanders. Commanders. They needed they needed him. They needed a good playmaker like that. I um, think I really think that's it. I yeah, mean, I mean, I NFL is at a standstill, not a standstill, but it's just no movement on anything really is happening at the moment. Well, everything's done, right? Yeah, it's like we're it's just, just really just getting into training camp. Yeah, training camp. Wait, wait, waiting for those early, early season injuries that we all hope don't come. A fantasy football month away. That's our draft is gonna be in a month. Oh yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for that. So we get get that going. Hopefully my patio in my backyard's all done. Have a hot tub back there. What? Have, have the guys over there. I've discussed this like multiple times. You have not. You have never said you're getting a hot tub in your backyard yeah, with yeah, me. Yeah, I have. No, I think you might have said you're remodeling. You've never said hot tub. Yeah. Zach, I'm going to abuse that. <laughs> I'm just going to come over and be like, hey, Zach, do you want to talk about the pod? You want to talk about the guests we're going to have over? Do a podcast in the hot Dude, tub. You can just hear the bubbles. <laughs> just the entire the background. You can just hear the fucking jets. But hopefully that's done by the time. My dad's so invested in that. He's like, because <laughs> he does a fantasy football in his work. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm already telling them 
Drafts at my place. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we, we, we need to get Darren Zary on the pod. Darren Zary is not a fan <laughs> of our website. <laughs> he was like, there's so many spelling sticks. Yes. So, so many gr- I'm like, oh, God. But that's what happens when he works for in, in that literally no. this industry. Dude, my mom, I, 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 my mom's a graphic designer. I showed her the website. She could not stop picking it apart, bro. <laughs> like, all she was saying, like, this is wrong, this is wrong. And I'm like, mom, did this in two days. All right? Just relax. Yeah. But um, that's what happens when you produce content. Everyone's got an opinion. <laughs> um yeah i mean good to be back it's good to be back is right fucking rights so one hour and 25 20 30 well, minutes yeah i don't know one hour and 30 minutes probably of roughly something like that episode i mean yeah it was good to be back good to see oakley good yeah. to have everybody back i mean we didn't have an interview because there was Dude. too much to talk about but uh we're gonna have some banger interviews we, for you guys we were talking about last we got a lot of people we got some good people coming yeah. on we're get really excited. excited get excited i we mean we're excited man that season four like we we say it every year like no no or not say it every year see, say it every season yeah but like i know but like this season like th- it's gonna be different we have i a promise fu- you man a full season of good mics and it's gonna be it's gonna be a much longer season too than yeah. than most of our other ones because a lot of times we stop when one of us goes away or school start stops or something like that but yeah we're 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 going for a, we're going for a while here we're so excited like we got we got i don't want to spoil anything but like i really want to man and good episode like we've already done a couple and like good interviews that i enjoyed doing. yeah that we enjoy doing the guy the, the guys that we interview and in, in, in enjoy having us on we get we get some great shout outs shout out to to jonathan rose oh too. yeah how he did g- we not do that yeah jonathan rose he, came on he gave us you. a super nice shout out on uh, on instagram he sent out and a, twitter yeah he sent yeah. out a great tweet tweeting uh tweet, tweeting at milt steagle too yeah that so, was sick. Uh, yeah, it it was it, it it was fire. Yeah, go check out our YouTube or website to watch that. Um, yeah, we I Max and him had a nice conversation. I enjoyed yeah. listening to it. Yeah, it was good. It was good. We got a, we got a comment on him too. Comment on it too by his cousin. <laughs> yeah, shout out Jonathan Rose's cousin. Yes, ma'am. Uh, Alrighty. Yeah, so. man. I'm excited. Full full season of the mics actually working. Yep. Um, got a table. Got the studio looking nice and clean. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not actually very clean right now, but I gotta put gotta all all put of stuff us away. all of, all of us together. Big things ahead. We're I excited. Mean, that's, I mean, that's all we can say, man. I think the next step for us is just like, in my opinion, I mean, that we could have this conversation after the pod, but I'll just include it in. It's just getting that camera. Yeah, and putting all all the episodes on YouTube because I think very you, true. YouTube is like a good a good. Like something like a video podcast. I think I know a lot of people have been asking me like, when when are the video podcasts coming out? When when are the video podcasts well, coming out? They're just out? more incent. Like like I think I I would rather be interested in watching a video, a video podcast. Same same. Most of the podcasts I listen to, I watch the video. Yeah. Video so. form because you can actually see the expressions. You can see actually see who's talking. Exactly. Feel more engaged and like I mean, we have this TV sitting here. Like I think it would be sick to get like an interview like. On the TV, yeah, do the do the um, aerial Hawaii, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. do, do MMA, it that style, MMA hour. That's what I was envisioning, MMA hour type of thing. That'd yep. be sick. That'd be so cool. Yeah, I, I don't mean, know, 
but yeah so we're we're excited you know first episode you know it was it we had a lot of interviews it was too bad we couldn't put one in here but we had way too much to talk about <laughs> way too much way too much and like we're, we're we're even cutting some stuff out we're not even going into detail yeah but uh hope hope you enjoyed this episode you know we'll be back next week with uh, another great episode another great interview and uh yeah, have a great week, and yeah. uh, we'll Th- see you next week. Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, yeah, see you next week.